Welcome back. Today's episode, we're going to be talking to one of our students that we worked with during this most recent cycle, the 21-22 cycle. Um, Aisha started working with us last year when she contacted us, wanted to know how she could be a competitive candidate. And we worked with her throughout the year, you know, working on her um, application, how to make her more competitive, how she'd make her stand out from other applicants, picked out what courses she was missing, looked at what schools she'd be a best fit for. Then when time came, we helped her with her personal statement and supplemental essays. Ultimately, when Aisha got her interviews, we helped her with mock interview preparation And just recently, Aisha was accepted into her number one choice, Hofstra. So today, Aisha has agreed to talk to us about her journey in the application process and some of the things that we did to help her out. So if you're thinking about applying to a PA program or if you just don't know where to start, you can go ahead and go to our website and sign up for the free consultation. We'll have one of our PA mentors contact you We can talk to you about what it takes to be a competitive candidate and get in just like Aisha did on her first cycle. This was actually Aisha's, I think, fourth acceptance of cycle, and again, it was her number one choice. So I'll go ahead and let Aisha tell the rest of her story, but again, if you have questions, feel free to email us or just sign up for the free consultation on our website. Thank you. Okay, well, welcome back, everybody. As you know, today is New Shirt Day. Um, I have a student who was recently accepted into, well, actually she was accepted into multiple programs, but she finally got the call for her number one school and she, she put that deposit down. So I'll let her go ahead and introduce herself and uh, tell you where she's going to PA school. Hello, my name's Aisha. And after a long wait, I set my deposit for Hofstra and I'm really excited. So I'm going to Hofstra University in Long Island. Well, congratulations, Aisha. I, I know yep. this has been a long journey. We've, we've been working together for almost about a year. So, yes. okay. Well, again, congratulations. So let's just start off with the real basics. Why did you decide to become a PA? So the first time I thought about becoming a PA was when I was volunteering at a local hospital. And I actually didn't know what a PA was. When I started there, I expected it to be similar to like a Grey's Anatomy moment. I thought I would be thrown into surgery, do all these cool things. But at last, like the highlight of my time there was handing patients blood and urine to the lab. That's like the most fun I had there. However, the good thing about volunteering was I got to learn about what a PA is and see them in action for the first time. Being exposed to PAs and being amazed by all the knowledge they had and seeing them take charge, assist with surgery, discharge patients, even knowing what medications to give, read EKGs and all that, it was exciting. And then finding out it was just the two years of graduate program away, I told myself this is exactly what I want to do. I don't want to be in school forever. I want to be out in the field and have my Grey's Anatomy moment. So that's what I decided to go with. (laughs) Nice. That's great. So where did you do your undergraduate work? So I attended CUNY Queens College. And did it prepare you for all the prerequisites that you needed in order to get into a PA program? Oh, absolutely. My undergrad prepared me for PA school because I was a bio major. So I was smacked with an intense schedule with long school hours and even longer study hours. 
And it showed me how to manage my time better and prepare me for hectic schedules, which I know I'm going to have in PA school. Did you, did you take the GRE? No. Okay. Uh, obviously, it didn't seem to matter because how many programs were you accepted into? So I was accepted into, I believe, five programs. Okay. All right. Five programs interviewed by seven, waitlisted by three. One of them was Hofstra that I got waitlisted, but I got in. So. Okay. So what about, um, <clears throat> sorry, I guess let's talk about your coursework. What would you, you know, we always ask, what did you find the most difficult in terms of your prerequisites? Uh, biochemistry, James. Oh really? my God. I hated it so much. If I hear about chemical isomers one more time, I will lose it. I still was able to do well because I knew it's something I needed for PA school. I went to office hours. I was the first one there. I was emailing my professor anytime I needed help, which was all the time. And I still got a good grade because I know that's what I had to do, but I hated it. Well, you're probably still going to get a little bit of that in pharmacology, but don't worry. Once you graduate and start practicing, you're never going to hear about it again, except for when you meet with a student. So I hope. Okay. So how about your patient care hours? What did you do to get patient care hours? So to get patient care hours, I am a medical scribe in the cardiothoracic unit at Northwell Hospital, and I'm also an EMT. So I have over a thousand hours of clinical experience. Wow, that was great. I mean, I know like a lot of students, they always kind of look at what the average applicant has. And I think, you know, we always tell people to just ignore that because you know, a thousand hours, which is a lot, but then if you look at what they usually post online, it, yeah. it always seems like it's not enough. Oh yeah. I feel like I could definitely always have more. So what do you, what did you do to make yourself more competitive or what did you, how'd you go about doing that? So to make myself more competitive, I really wanted to work really hard on my experiences. I knew I had the grades, but I wasn't sure if I had enough of experience and even enough of extracurricular activities. So as I mentioned, like I am a medical scribe, I did volunteer at hospitals and I am an EMT, but those were a lot of things that are quite common. I wanted things that would be unique and things that a program would look and be like, oh, wow, that's really cool. So Another way to be competitive is I started doing extracurricular activities in lion dancing and as well as working with cats in animal shelters. And that's something that will come up a lot in my interviews, especially lion dancing. They would always be really interested in like, how did I start to become interested in lion dancing? And they would ask about that a lot. So the way that I became competitive is definitely through my clinical experiences, but also those little like, wow, things that want people that people want to ask questions about. So we started working together and, you know, initially we talked about what things would help you to be more competitive. And then we got to your personal statement. So talk to, tell us about that process. How did you find that? So I feel like if it wasn't for your help with my personal statement, I would sound like a kindergartner read, like writing my personal statement. I was really lost. I knew what I wanted to write about, which was my mother's misdiagnosis. She was misdiagnosed. She was told she had cancer. 
And I knew that had a really big impact on my life and influenced why I wanted to be in medicine. I just didn't know how to articulate things into words. And where you came in is that you really helped me edit it in a way that you knew would appeal to PA schools. And you knew, you just knew exactly how to help me put my words into thought, my thoughts into words. Like even now I'm struggling, but that was really helpful. And I don't think I would have had, I feel like I would have a really difficult time if you weren't helping me out, honestly. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, How about the programs themselves? So how, you know, you talked about how many you applied to, how did you go about deciding which schools, I mean, obviously GRE was a factor, but what other criteria did you use to pick which programs you were going to apply to? So I would apply to programs based on reputation. I really wanted to make sure that the school that I'm going to has a great reputation and that they even had quality of education that they would provide. I also care a lot about diversity. I wanted to make sure I'm going in a diverse location. I want to make sure that there's going to be people like me there and I'm not going to just feel like it's just me and feel kind of outcasted. And the reason why I actually did choose Hofstra was because their stats really match their reputation. They have high graduation rates, high first time pants passing rates, and they had low attrition Rates, so that's why I ended up going with Hofstra, and that's what I look for in a lot of my programs that I applied to. Okay, so for the last few years, you know, we talked to students. Uh, you've had a little bit extra that you've had to deal with in terms of an application process, which is COVID. So, how did you? How did that play into your application? Whether it was I don't know your academics going online or finding people to shadow your hours. How were you affected by it throughout the application process? So because of the pandemic, I did have to go online. So a lot of my courses were online, which I never took an online class prior. So it was definitely a learning curve. And what I found most difficult was volunteering. And I remember talking to you about uh, volunteering and shadowing. Even shadowing was really difficult. And you actually helped me find a bunch of online opportunities and virtual shadowing. But I really wanted to make sure that I can shadow a PA in person because it's a whole different experience and I definitely recommend it. But it was really difficult finding someone who would let me shadow them in person during COVID, during everything that's happening. So that was really, really hard. But I was able to find someone to shadow in person, but I still took advantage of the virtual shadowing as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we got your application in early. How long did you have to wait for the first interview? So the first interview invite I got was in July and I submitted my application in May. Okay. And it was for Pace University and I was super excited. Oh my God. (laughs) And I had my interview in August. (laughs) Okay. Um, So let's talk about the interview preparation process. How did you feel about that? So the interview preparation with you was very helpful. I didn't, when you said that, trust me, I know what they're going to ask. I didn't believe you until I had my interviews and everything that we prepared for was what they asked and everything that we discussed during our meetings and the way that you were able to prepare me was literally like what was happening in front of me. 
And it was really helpful, the preparation beforehand. And anytime there were moments where it was a question that I was asked that we didn't really speak about, I was still able to formulate some type of answer based on things that we already spoke about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you had multiple interviews. Did you find it, I don't know, a little bit more easier after you, certainly after you've been through the first one? Oh, absolutely. After the first one, I felt like I was a pro. I was like, I can do this all day in my sleep. It's fine. (laughs) Throw me another interview. It's nothing for me. One interview, however, that I did find challenging was where we had a timed writing assignment. And we had group work that we had to do with someone that we just met. That one I found a little bit more difficult. It's not something I was familiar with, but all the other ones was like, "Eh, let me just get this over with. It's easy. (laughs) (laughs) You did have one technique that I've tried to tell other students when you talk about, there was a, a phrase that you used when you were talking about how you would research a program. Do you remember what that was? Was it through stalking them through Instagram? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that's always my favorite. I, I mean, the first time you said that, I was like, oh, you, you have to keep that. That was great. Oh, I let the programs know. I'm like, listen, I stalked you. I'm just going to be honest. I stalked you. I went through everything I could with your social media. I know it all. It just really helps you see the program in a different way and actually even see if they really are diverse. So. Mm-hmm. You got to stalk them. But it's, it's how you say it. I've actually, like I said, I've, I've brought this up with other students and they can't quite pull it off the way you do. They don't, they don't say it with the confidence that you do. So I, I've, I've tried it with a few others that is like, never mind, just don't say it. Cause, <laughs> but I, I need to hear, I need them to hear it the way you say it. So that you just have a lot of confidence in you, which we told you, you need to demonstrate. I would, I believe the way I would say was, you know, I chose this program because it really signifies diversity. And honestly, I was stalking your program and it seemed like you guys really are about diversity. And I'm not afraid to admit that I was stalking you guys. I would always just throw in more of a joke when it came to stalking and they would always laugh about it. But honestly, it's true. (laughs) I really did stalk your program like a creep. Well, we've told a lot of students, again, I, I always talk, this year in particular, it always is important personality, but I mean, you have such a great attitude and outlook. It, it, there's no question that the, the directors, the people at the program, there were things just about your personality that they like. And, you know, you'll be that way as a provider and your patients are going to, again, you, they're probably going to be this big skew. Your, your doctor's going to be like seeing so many patients and it'll be like, how come everybody wants to come and see you all the time? Because I'm trying to make people laugh, even if they're on their deathbed. <laughs> you, you, you're good at that. Okay. So, um, you know, this is usually what everybody wants to know about is what recommendations do you have for anybody who is just now thinking about applying to PA school or maybe they're a junior in college and they're thinking, hey, this is something I'm interested in. What would you recommend to someone like this? So if you are planning to pursue a career as a PA, just remember that it is a journey and it will be difficult at times, but it's super important to keep on working hard and trying your best to become as outstanding and as competitive of an applicant as possible. 
you want PA schools to remember your application and you don't want to fall into like a faint memory where they forget about you. So gain all the hours you can, experiences you can, grades as you can, personality as you can, and just try and shine as much you as much as you can to really wow them where they want to fight for you, essentially. I forgot to mention. So this was your first time applying? Yes. First okay. time. So overall, do you feel that the service in terms of working with us was worthwhile in terms of your journey getting into a PA program? Oh, no. James was absolutely the worst. I did this on my own. <laughs> Honestly, if it wasn't for you, I would not have had this much success in just one cycle. I've heard the horror stories. It's really not worth going through all of that by yourself and just having your guidance and having your advice. I know I would always email you needing some type of advice and almost you became like a life coach for me. It was really helpful. And again, I would not have had as much success as I have had in one cycle if it wasn't for you. So thank you so much, James. Okay. Well, thanks again for the, of course, nice words. I appreciate that. And uh, congratulations again on your success. I know you're going to be a great PA and hopefully someday, maybe like five to 10 years you'll come and work with us and yes. share your experiences with other students. So thank you. So uh, but certainly keep in touch with us. We're always here to help you. And Absolutely. I appreciate you doing this interview. Of course, anything for you, James, you helped me get into PA school. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks and have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye guys.